If you're listening to this podcast, you most likely agree that nurturing a spiritual life and doing spiritual practices is a good thing. After all, we are spiritual beings by nature, and the many practices available to us through the world's great faith traditions help us to connect with God and ourselves on a deeper level and can be tremendously healing. They are indeed a source of spiritual nourishment. But here's the thing. They can have a shadow side as well, just like everything. A part of that shadow side of spiritual practices is what is called spiritual bypass. This term was coined by the late psychologist John Wellwood. He described it like this. When we are spiritually bypassing, we often use the goal of awakening or liberation to rationalize what I call premature transcendence, trying to rise above the raw and messy side of our humanness before we have fully faced and made peace with it. And then we tend to use absolute truth to disparage or dismiss relative human needs, feelings, psychological problems, relational difficulties, and developmental deficits. I see this as an occupational hazard of the spiritual path. So in other words, we use spirituality to ignore, suppress, or rise above emotions and problems we don't want to face. Or we see ourselves as spiritually superior to others. Again, this is what we call spiritual bypass. What does it look like? A few examples. In Ignatian spirituality, we have a principle called detachment or non-attachment. This means that I seek to become aware of those habits or perhaps addictions that keep me from God and the truth of who I am. Those things that get in the way of my being able to deeply listen. Now, every human being has needs, and one of the big ones is a need for love. And for some people, unfortunately, this need is unmet or it's deficiently met. That is a real issue that can't be ignored. Spiritual bypass tries to repress this need under the guise of detachment. But the reality is the issue doesn't go away. You can pray the Jesus prayer or do Zen meditation all day long, but that is really just pushing this legitimate issue underground where it gathers energy and strength. And then we are at risk for acting out in a way that is beyond our control and could do a lot of damage. Another example. A middle-aged woman comes from an alcoholic family. She is deeply wounded by the experience. But she's intimidated by the prospect of facing fully the depths of the woundedness. So her response is to spend a significant amount of time in centering prayer, confident that God will heal her. Now she's right, of course, that centering prayer is a way of saying yes to God's healing presence and is essential to the process of healing. But so is therapy and 12 steps and trauma work and recognizing the ways that one might have colluded with these dysfunctional systems. Smothering the issue in prayer is not going to bring about the healing by itself. I think that Christian fundamentalism or any kind of religious fundamentalism is a form of spiritual bypass. Fundamentalism seeks to smother complex problems with simplistic readings of the Bible or literal readings of church doctrine. That's the kind of Catholic fundamentalism I sometimes see. As if that can answer all our questions. This can lead to some extreme outcomes, 
like the rejection of science, the rejection of facts and evidence, and a dark view of humanity and the world. Things like hoping for the apocalypse when God will destroy all this and send the unworthy to hell. It all ends in a kind of spiritual fatalism. Our culture is spiritually bypass dependent, I find, as a way of dealing with trauma and difficult emotions and spiritual and emotional wounds. Here are some examples of cliches we hear very often that I think speak to this underlying spiritual bypass. Things like, let's focus on the positive, good vibes only. All lives matter. You create your reality. Thoughts and prayers are with the victims and their families. There's always a silver lining. Let's rise above these negative emotions. It was God's plan. It's a blessing in disguise. It was for the best. Everything happens for a reason. These are all ways that we potentially minimize negative emotion or avoid responsibility. Again, this does not aid in the journey to healing, but has the potential to make things worse. How do we become conscious of spiritual bypass, and how can we avoid falling into it? Here are a few ideas. Number one, we face the truth of emotions. If you are feeling anger or resentment or rage or loneliness or hurt or whatever it is, acknowledge the emotion. Then we might ask, what is at the root of this? Spiritual practices can aid this process and that they can help to illuminate where the pain is. But this doesn't exempt us from the hard work we have to do in facing these dark emotions and bringing them to God for transformation. Number two, God is in reality and not illusion. It is illusion to believe that simply with positive thinking and prayer I can rise above deeply held pain, trauma, depressions, and emotions that are undesirable but real. Rather, God is in solidarity with us by our side as we clean out the dark toxic stuff within. That's reality. We don't rise above it, we don't ignore it, but we bring God into it so that we can allow God to transform that into something that can be life-giving. Number three, be compassionate with yourself and the parts of yourself that you might be bypassing. The resistance to facing the shadow side of ourselves is a part of the human condition, and overcoming that resistance is a part of the spiritual journey. It's for good reason that you have been bypassing some of this stuff. You're trying to cope with very powerful, potentially toxic content held deep inside. So there's no need to feel shame. The invitation is to channel God's compassion and patience for yourself. And finally, invite God into the process. Into the process of growing in self-knowledge. Of growing in courage to do this work. Of facing the necessary suffering we must face if we are to heal. God will give us the grace. Our part is to say yes and cooperate with this grace. And now let's go into a moment of meditation. <laughs> 